0: hello everyone and welcome to the Spurs podcast where we talk everything sports basketball football pro wrestling ufc and whatever else uh tickles your pickle uh we're <laughs> we are uh currently going to discuss <laughs> i don't know why i said that out of all the things i could have said uh we're going to discuss uh some current trades that have happened in the nba the whole landscape is a. Uh, is a lot different going into the 2021-22 season, uh, especially with the, the new-look Lakers. You have the Nets that are going to be at full health. Uh, Isaiah, what are some of your thoughts coming into the 2021-22 NBA season?
1: All right, so my thoughts exactly are this. Uh, the Lakers got significantly better, and I just want to say – most of the Russ haters out there, I know you guys are Lakers fans, so uh, let's talk about it, you know? Um, yeah, so I honestly – the the Grizzlies made great moves. Bulls made great moves. Bulls made super moves, actually. Bulls. Um, Bulls. The Bulls freaking just full sent now. Um, the Bulls now have DeMar DeRozan. Uh, they shipped out Al Farouk Thaddeus Young. First round picks, second round picks. Bulls got Lonzo Ball, they shipped out Garrett Temple, Thomas Sadoransky, twenty-four, uh, twenty twenty-four second round pick, cash considerations. Yeah, you name it, the bulls got it. And they are actually looking like they could contend for playoffs this upcoming yeah. season, which will be kind of crazy to see again.
0: Yeah. So. I I genuinely think the Bulls will uh be a six to eight seed this year for sure in the East and the Eastern Conference. I mean uh, they got Demar Derozan, they got Lonzo Ball, they got Zach Levine, and they also uh, they have that Vucevic guy, whatever his name mm-hmm. is from Nikola the Magic. Vucevic, I think. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic, and he's pretty solid. Uh, this team has some good names. I mean, they still have Kobe White, who has really been uh, starting to own his craft in the NBA. I mean, I think yeah. this is a good young team. Uh, and I fully expect them to at least make the playoffs.
1: I agree. Um, I think if you look at as far as talent goes, um, I know a lot of people want to throw shade on DeMar DeRozan, but I honestly think that's a big pickup for the Bulls just yeah. because, you know, he's kind of a veteran now, and mm-hmm. that young core between Lonzo Ball, Kobe White, and uh, uh, Zach Levine is really going to be something to watch as they develop and everything. But, I mean, um, I think out of all free agency though that's kind of the big deal um other than my man Russell going to the um Lakers the Wizards <laughs> uh <laughs> the Wizards actually got kind of a lot for that though but <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: well also the Lakers don't forget this they also resign and they got back Dwight Howard
1: they did they did and Dwight, Dwight Howard's probably foaming at the mouth considering he gets to share a locker room with LeBron. Oh,
0: again. yes, he <laughs> is. We already know. And the Ninja Turtle, Russell Westbrook. He's got to right. be foaming at the mouth. Just oh, just thinking about June. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, shout out to um, uh, – There's is, this is a few people I want to shout out. Uh, I'll shout out Terry Rozier for getting the extension. I don't know how. Oh, I honestly <laughs> forgot that man was in the league for a little bit. Um,
0: and oh, then oh, shout I got, out to uh,
1: Dennis Schroeder, you know, turning yes. down 84 mil. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, <laughs> just get... three of the infamous people
1: that fumbled the bag. Latrell Sprewell. Shout out to you. That's what you reminded me of there. Um, <laughs> Schroeder. Latrell Sprewell. Like, nah, I deserve more than, I deserve 30 mil. And <clears> then <throat> been signed for like two mil, one year, two mil. <laughs>
0: I also just want to say congratulations to the Utah Jazz for doing absolutely nothing to help out Donovan Mitchell.
1: Um, they got Eric Pascal from the Thunder, or not the Thunder. Um, I believe.
0: Was he they with the Eric Raptors?
1: Pascal. Yeah, he. They got Eric Pascal from the Warriors.
0: Oh, the Warriors. Excuse yeah.
1: Me. Um, yeah, uh, Warriors send Pascal to Jazz. Warriors get twenty twenty six second round pick. They literally got nothing for him, really. Um, yeah, so on in all honesty, I don't know what the Jazz are doing. Um,
0: they did nothing.
1: Do they, they want to just lose every year, second round of the playoffs? Because probably what it's shaping up to be. Um,
0: I mean, same with the Nuggets.
1: Yeah, I agree, but the Nuggets are kind of. They didn't have Jamal Murray and uh, Gary Harris. And... The Miami Heat made some good moves. Guys. They did. They did. They did.
0: I mean, who else did they sign? I forgot who they signed. They have Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo, uh, Bam, Abadiah. Right are... They signed someone else. Oh,
1: Lowry. Too. Kyle Lowry went to the Heat as well.
0: Yeah, they got Kyle Lowry now too. I was really hoping that Joel Embiid would say, screw it and go to Miami. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I'm surprised. Ben Simmons is still in the, yeah. in, the in American basketball. I'm surprised he's not shipped over to China or anywhere oh, else. Oh, dude, uh,
0: did you see how awkward it was since they signed Andre Drummond and him and Joel Embiid have beefed? Did you see them like awkwardly shake hands? No. <laughs> dude, <laughs> when they did it, Joel Embiid was kind of just like and then he was like, it was like it was it was something, man.
1: Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's definitely I don't know, dude. The off season has been like more entertaining this past years. Like the NBA has declined as as like viewership wise for me, but the offseason has been more interesting, I think. If yeah. that makes sense.
0: Well, I mean, because everyone and their mom jumps around to teams, like yeah, there's no loyalty anymore. And I was I was expecting Damian Lillard to sign somewhere, but he hasn't yet. And yeah. Kawhi Leonard uh remained in Los Angeles with the Clippers, which was kind Mm -hmm. of shocking because I kind of wanted him to go to Dallas.
1: Yeah. We see um Alex Caruso is also on the Bulls. Um and we forgot to mention that Oh yeah. That's um Patty Mills made an appearance on the Nets as well. Um, that's a
0: solid pickup too.
1: Which is it it really is. Um other than that, I mean that's pretty much all of free agency. Um, we're seeing rookies develop in the summer league. Um, oh man, I just re- wow! They added the Lakers. You know they added Carmelo Anthony. They also added Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, Malik Monk, and Kendrick Nunn. Wow, they actually added. Damn, they got quite Kent a bit.
0: Baysmore too. Yeah. The Hawks didn't really sign anybody else did they Mm -mm. they re-signed John Collins which was good because he's young and he's solid to be with like if I'm the Hawks I'm continuing to build my franchise around John Collins and Trey Young but you also need to be adding some better pieces to fit around them Mm -hmm. I was hoping that Bradley Beal would have joined like the Hawks or Miami or Boston Celtics but he hasn't
1: we forgot to mention that uh, Kemba Walker is now a New York and Nick, which will be interesting to see. Which I don't know. I think the Knicks were kind of riding a uh, a wave. Um, I think Knicks fans are way too happy to see him be in the playoffs. Like it's, you know, if they if it, it'd be different if they were in the Western Conference and they actually oh, like yeah. you know grit and grinded it out. But it's like you guys were oh they they below got five hundred and by,
0: by just try Young.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. And seeing Trey Young become the villain in New York was... Oh, I loved itself. it. I cheered him
0: on every step of the way. I hate uh, the Knicks. It was
1: probably honestly one of the best plots to a movie if, if, if you haven't seen it. I, I, I suggest you do. <laughs> um, but I'm scrolling through the free agency right now. Nothing that really jumps off the page. Uh, the Jazz did add Hassan Whiteside. Um, <laughs> okay, so. he's
0: five years past his prime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I mean... Take that how you will, um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're just under sixty days until the season starts again, which is crazy. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see how many casual fans come out and say, "Yeah, like they were this last off season, but after the bubble, oh, it's so short. That's why this doesn't
0: this happen." Blah, blah 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 blah. No, it's their profession. Chill.
1: Yeah, seriously. I was like, you don't see USC fighters that take. Four fights out of the year, they get the crap snot beat out of them, and they're like, "Oh man, if I had, you know, if I take another month to recover, oh uh. no, they yeah, go out no. there and leave it all on the line. It's like,
0: yeah, and what
1: some of the players mean? that aren't complain, some of the players that are complaining about it aren't even like." big names either which i'm just like
0: yeah you're getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball do your freaking job and quit complaining exactly. there's single moms out there working two jobs for advice for their kids that barely make enough to make ends meet quit complaining Amen. put your shoes on shut up and dribble the basketball
1: <laughs> Amen.
0: i don't care i'm I sick agree. of it i'm not, and that wasn't a political statement i was just
1: no it, it, it i mean it's not. I mean, it needs to be said, honestly, because... And quit
0: complaining. You're making millions of dollars acting like you're so oppressed when, yeah. you know, there are people out there that are really struggling financially and you're too lazy to play basketball. Give me a break.
1: It is. It is. But what we do have coming up here soon is NFL. Oh,
0: uh, yes.
1: It's finally back. I never know how much I miss football until it's actually gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Um, and it's going to be
0: a beautiful day. It
1: is, It is. is. would. i <laughs> I'm taking football over basketball 100 times and twice on Sunday. Um, yes. It's just uh, I'm not the biggest preseason watcher. I'm not that much of a Me hardcore either. football fan. But honestly, from what I watched of the quarter, the Chiefs preseason, they did look pretty good. Um, I mean, I don't know what needs to be said. I think our offense flying is going to be – the biggest factor of how we will be successful this season right. is how they perform. But well, other than that, I, well. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. There's uh, going to be some
0: sleeper teams, too, in the AFC, the Titans, the Browns. You it know, will. Like,
1: it definitely will. Goodness. It'll be crazy.
0: The bells will be good again probably. Mm-hmm. I'm not really afraid of the Ravens or the Steelers. I really hope that Joe Burrow gets some freaking protection this year. My gosh, yeah. his leg.
1: But here, the main reason we're talking about NFL, one of the main reasons that you listeners out there love
0: <laughs> love, love,
1: love, us here, Sports, is because uh, good good buddies at uh, NFL um, reached out to us personally and said, hey, we made a Roger list. We,
0: <laughs> himself. we reached
1: out personally and said, hey um, – we made a list. Uh, do you guys care to review it or roast it or whatever?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Oh no, on. I know. I actually know Tom Brady on a personal level. He, his son and I are pretty good friends. He actually kissed me on the mouth as well, so I know. I know TB12 pretty personally. You know what I'm saying? Um,
1: yeah. So also, you know, uh, I know we said just jumping ship a little bit, but you know, we said the Undertaker <laughs> make an appearance due to the Delta variant. Uh, oh yeah, due to the. Said Delta he variant. was. He said yeah. he was just going to take some time. Away, uh, just to be safe. So don't worry. We, you yeah. know, we you you thought we would forget that it wasn't real, but it's it's real. It's yeah. happening. So kicking yeah. off this top one hundred list, we have James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars making an appearance at number one hundred running back. And the statement as follows: Making the top one hundred as a rookie is an accomplishment, but making a list as an undrafted rookie is nothing short of astounding. Flashing a superb fourteen. 114 yards total from scrimmage, as well as leading Jaguars in total first down 69 giggity and total touchdowns 10. The quick new footed rookie out of Illinois State could be in for a big season with due coach Urban Meyer and top overall pick Trevor Lawrence behind center. Um,
0: I don't any better myself.
1: Sure, whatever. He can have top 100 as a rookie. um but you you got to take into account that he is at Jacksonville, and Jacksonville hasn't done anything in the past few years. <coughs> Moving on, Brandon yeah. Ingram, Philip Philadelphia Eagles defensive end. Sure, it it and it's hard when you make a list because when it's Especially like at hundred, yeah, and and there's so many different positions and everything. But yeah, I mean, 100 any notable players in the top 100? Cole Beasley. Um, he White Jarvis Landry's at 94. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he can stay there. Uh, scrolling through this, we got Jason Kelly or Jason Kelsey, excuse me, um, at number 92, Corey Davis at 91. Um, I mean. <coughs> You know, do you just want to kind of skip forward to where it actually kind of gets a little juicier, or do you kind of just want to go through the whole thing?
0: I mean, we can name each one, like the player position is name, and then I mean maybe we can just say, like, eh, I'm fine with it, and then move on or something like that, what we did with okay. the NBA one.
1: Okay, gotcha. So that was 191, and I'm having a hard time finding what is next. Hello? Um...
0: Cole Beasley, he's he's randomly underrated in my opinion. That dude will that dude out of nowhere, like defenses will slack on him because they don't think of him as like a top tier threat, but he's a good like B slash C tier receiver to wear. I agree. If you're not careful, he'll sneak up on you and have like hundred and ten yards and like mm-hmm. two touchdowns. So he's, moving he's good.
1: Yeah. So moving on ninety three eighty one. Um, any notable positions I'm seeing Shaquille Barrett is actually 88, which is kind of crazy. Um, he was 56 last year. It's crazy. It says after a stellar season in which he led the league in ninth, with sacks with 19.5 and was selected all-first Pro Bowl last year, he just recorded just eight sacks last season, and they say that like it's a lackluster number. And they right. can also say that uh, he helped Tampa Bay win a Super Bowl because Tampa Bay's linebackers in the Super Bowl game were outstanding.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, but here's 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 the kicker that we're probably gonna get. Um, Alan Robinson is number eighty-seven.
0: That's a little low. Am I That's kidding? low. He had a pretty good he, year. I thought he carried the Bears' <laughs> offense. How do you put somebody that single-handedly carried the Bears to winning record at eighty-six or eighty-seven?
1: Excuse me. Yeah, That's I'm. Ridiculous.
0: I'm kind of shocked by that personally he's he's, a,
1: like... he's at least tops. 60 at least.
0: Like, every game for the Bears, like, he – they had horrible quarterback after horrible quarterback. No offense to Nick Foles. He won a Super Bowl. But he – with Chicago, he did not play that good. And Mitch Trubisky – Mitch Trubisky. There's nothing else to be said. He's terrible.
1: This is true. This is true.
0: Alan Robinson would still somehow, with horrible quarterbacks, manage every other week to put up, like, over 150 yards receiving and a touchdown.
1: Here's what. Here's another one. So, um, just kind of jumping of names that uh, eighty-six Marshawn Lattimore, uh, eighty-five Zach Morton. I'm sorry if you're any member of the Cowboys, you're top ninety probably. Honestly, um, Dak's gonna be somewhere on this list, and I'm gonna get upset when I see his name. Just know that uh, Ryan Tannehill at number eighty-three, jumping down a little bit here, which is actually Ooh. kind of shocking to me, because yeah. if if we look at it, he's at least like top. This is a weird number to throw out, but he's at least like top seven quarterback in the league, at least.
0: Arguably, could break yeah, into I mean, that top, top five, top ten least. for sure.
1: Um, last year passed for thirty eight hundred yards and thirty three touchdowns with just seven interceptions.
0: I don't know what else they want for a quarterback for that list.
1: I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I don't understand. It's not like he needs to lead the league in touchdowns or anything like, or anything crazy. Um. 81 Chris Godwin I feel like that might be a little low for him I feel like they yeah. I feel like he's just kind of living in Mike Evans shadow I feel like that's why he probably is a little low on this list yeah um but you know it like you said earlier it's hard to, with the footballist to rank them actually just because there's so many different positions and you yeah. know we really can't go in depth and uh probably roast <laughs> until we get to the top 20 and that's when we'll actually probably blow a gasket here on Sports, but uh Right, Adam Thielen at number eighty. Um, okay,
0: I can kind of understand that he didn't have the best season last year. Yeah,
1: um, and he's good,
0: but not last season. He he didn't do much.
1: Yeah. And then jumping back down, um, we have Tyler Lockett at 76. He actually moved down 11 spots, so last year he would have been ranked right at 66. (laughs) I don't know why.
0: It seemed like every game he was in, he got a touchdown.
1: (laughs) But but no, but DK Metcalf is the best wide receiver of all time. He's better than Calvin Johnson. That's why he's ranked so low.
0: Oh, my gosh. DK Metcalf is good, but he has not passed Megatron by any means.
1: Oh, but you know who we put over? You know who we put over at 72?
0: Michael Thomas Slant Boy over.
1: Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. No.
0: That's some cheese. I had Michael Thomas on my fantasy team last year. And that dude had a sprained ankle for like three years. Yep. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> moving, moving up, we have Baker Mayfield at 71.
0: That's uh, a little low. He had a pretty good year. Is Baker he Mayfield, is Baker,
1: May- Baker Mayfield a top 71 player? Yes. Is he a top 50 player? About to be, honestly. Yes. Um, yeah, he's scary. Like, I just don't understand. Like, if you're going to make a football list and make a top 100, don't do it top one hundred. Do a bunch of top tens, but by position.
0: I agree. 100%. Like this, you just
1: can't. You're ranking offensive linemen uh, over wide receivers. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, so you have a just,
0: kicker over like exactly.
1: Like, and we're just jumping. Sense. Yeah, we're just jumping around because your list makes no sense here. Um, going to seventy through sixty-one here. Eric Kendricks of the my uh, <coughs> Minnesota Vikings. My, uh, linebacker sorry i um I had to struggle reading that um honestly
0: yeah
1: he can stay there uh i think he had a breakout year where he led the league in tackles there for a little bit yeah. um moving down we have josh jacobs at number 68 which um
0: that's a little high I'd say. that is a
1: little high josh jacobs will have We'll get you a yardage for sure, but he only has that kind of one game where he breaks over the hundred yard mark. Um Moving at sixty six, we have JJ Watt. Um maybe That's this high. Was, if we were, if this was four years ago, sure, but no yeah, injury he didn't prone. Do no, anything really he has What's done. He fell off so bad. Um Then we have Calvin Ridley, who I think should be moved up because Calvin he Calvin Ridley's next. He's he's number sixty five.
0: What, <laughs> bro? Calvin Ridley in fantasy was like a top three receiver. He was of, one of the top receivers there for a little bit. He was leading. He the was a monster. But like I just don't know.
1: Like um, the Mario Davis, you have the Mario Davis of the New Orleans Saints over Calvin Ridley. Somebody who output on a team is higher. The Mario Davis is a middle or excuse me, outside linebacker who who has a bigger effect on the game outside <laughs> linebacker. I know defense wins championships, but Calvin Ridley, if we're going on terms of fantasy, Calvin Ridley is top 10 on this list, at least.
0: Calvin Ridley was like literally the only string that was holding together that sorry franchise of the Atlanta Falcons yes.
1: last Um Coming up at 63, we have Fletcher Cox, which again, this is one of the what? players that is literally saving Pause. the franchise. <laughs> Fletcher Cox is saving the Philadelphia Possibly. Eagles. He is the only reason why. Oh, oh, <laughs> I thought you were telling me to pause recording. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, it's one of those players that is um, saving your franchise. Uh, let's see here. We have AJ Brown at number sixty-two. Um, I feel like they only put AJ AJ Brown at sixty-two because. Julio Jones is now taking the spotlight from him. Whatever. He
0: should be higher. He had a good season.
1: Um, Then we have players like Chase Young over players like A.J. Brown and Calvin Ridley. Like, Chase (laughs) Young has been in the league for one year. Like, what? Yeah. This doesn't make sense to me.
0: Did he do anything
1: outstanding his rookie year? Was he even... Was he? He probably was first rookie all defensive team, but did he get defensive player of the year? Did he lead the league in tackles? Did he lead the league in sacks? Defensive pressure? Like, come on! You got to give me something here,
0: dude. When the when the Washington Redskins <sighs> beat the Steelers, that was that was awesome. That was
1: that was nice. That was nice. That that. <laughs> um. Yeah, the Steelers are still overrated till today. Um, oh, for you sure. Cannot convince me otherwise. Oh, uh, for
0: sure, they're horrible.
1: You put Jason Pierre-Paul. On this list at number fifty nine. Is he a top sixty player in the league? No. I'm no. sorry. No, he's not better than he's not better than Calvin Ridley. He's not better than AJ Brown. He's not better than
0: uh, uh what team is he on now? The he's giants. on
1: the he's on the Buccaneers.
0: Oh, he's on the Buccaneers. Well, I mean he played good in the playoffs, but I don't know if he's uh,
1: and then we have I don't know
0: if he's ahead of some of those other guys we listed though.
1: I agree. And then we have Tyron Matthew at fifty eight, which is like He's one Honey of the Badger
0: best didn't even have, like, an game. amazing season last year.
1: Um, He had 62 tackles and six picks in 2020, which pretty good. But, I mean, I just don't know because I feel like you should do an offensive 100 players and a defensive 100 players. Yeah, it's just hard it's to just, compare. Because then you, you're putting, like, defensive tackles up here over safeties. Here we, we jump down to number 56, and we have Justin Herbert, which I feel like he needs to go up, honestly.
0: Yeah, he's the only one that, like, would keep the Chargers in close games.
1: Like, yeah, and, and and everybody was like, oh, he's a fluke. Goes oh, just one good game. Like.
0: <laughs> uh, he was kind of a monster last season, <laughs> to be honest. Um,
1: here's another shocking one. We have Keenan Allen at 55.
0: Okay, I don't know how, because Keenan Allen always seems to have a torn ACL. Um, so that's oh, I don't know why they have them over Calvin Ridley
1: I don't, or AJ Brown. <laughs> AJ Brown, I mean, has- if
0: we can, because with this, we can actually compare <laughs> since they're receivers, so this that that makes no sense. Who makes
1: it doesn't difference? make any sense to me because I can think of uh, where's Keenan Allen when you need him in crunch time? Uh, I can think of two specific weeks last year when AJ Brown had game winning touchdowns in go to or going into overtime games. Um we have Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle for the Falcons. Like, people like this, you have Justin Jefferson at number 53. You have a rookie over Calvin Ridley and A.J. Brown at number 53.
0: Chase Young, too. I mean, maybe though he was a rookie, but come on.
1: He's um, – get um he gritted his way past some big names in the history books and recorded a legendary 1,400 yards. A top 100 selection at Pro Bowl, second-team All-Pro. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, I just can't put a rookie on here who, who had an outstanding first year. We don't know what he's going to be like in the next year. You know what I mean? It's just like, is he going to be able to produce at this level? Is he not going to be able to produce at this level? How do we
0: <laughs>
1: – And, by God, we have
0: extra – That startled me. I thought I was having a freaking stroke or something.
1: <laughs> X, we were just reviewing um, – this oh. NFL top 100 list and we got to the point where we just saw Justin Jefferson at number 53 over Calvin Ridley and AJ Brown. Your thoughts.
2: Oh, that's spicy. Um, man. Man. Oh, that's tough. Uh, immediate thoughts. I really like Justin Jefferson. Um, but is he better like than Calvin all- Ridley or AJ Brown? <sighs> Ooh, gosh, that that's really tough. I, the most I could say is a fat maybe to Calvin Ridley. But I think AJ Brown and him are on par. So but oh man, Calvin Ridley's also really nice. But those are three just like solid, Four. just up and coming wide receivers. Justin
1: Jefferson was ranked higher than Keaton Allen mm-hmm.
2: as well. <laughs> no, nah, I agree. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh but Calvin Ridley um, also though,
0: like last year in fantasy, Calvin Ridley was like top three.
1: Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Um, but we also, uh, we had Slant Boy, Michael Thomas, ranked higher than Tyler Lockett.
2: That was stupid. The Tyler Lockett? Yes. That's <laughs> disgrace. That's Tyler disgrace. Tyler Lockett, I'm... like every
0: other game, a touchdown. Tyler Lockett, like every game, basically. Yeah. Michael Thomas lived set out the whole year. So, yes! I had him on franchise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: Man <laughs> had an ankle injury for like 10 years.
1: Yeah, dude. And a lot of people were heated. This was just moving down the list. We have Mika Fitzpatrick at 52. Everybody's like, oh, he's about 15. He's <laughs> solid, but I think I think solid. that's
2: fair. I think that's
1: but, fair. But my thing is with the NFL list is Jordan and I were talking before you came in uh, right. that they should make a defensive top 100 and a yeah top 100 because you're throwing <laughs> defensive tackles and linebackers higher than wide receivers when in today's game, the offensive mm-hmm. output is higher than the defensive output in games. So it's
2: just – And people and people are going to be crying regardless because, like, there could be, like, the, the best, like, center in the league could be higher than your favorite, like, wide receiver or something. Oh, my like
1: God, it's defense. ridiculous. It's just like – So, yeah. I would,
2: it, with, and, yeah, but NFL top 100 list, it's a it's trickier because it, it, it's, it's just weird. It's a lot of NFL list. Breaking into
1: the top 50 boys is about to get spicy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would say to solve that issue, I would low-key have – uh, top five. You know, I'd have defensive split, offensive split, and then top five per position. Like yeah, top five, and then it makes so, it more prestigious for each position if you're even in the top five.
2: I agree. I can get down
1: with that. Starting off at number fifty is getting spicy. We have George Kittle at number fifty.
0: Yeah. I don't know how he's so high when he didn't really play last season. That's I think thing. he slid
2: down. He was like in the thirties last year, so this is like a step down. I just
1: for him. He yeah, was
0: hurt let me let
2: years. me read this little snippet. Yeah.
1: Kittle again proved he's the NFL's best blocker at his position while recording a respectable forty-eight receptions for six hundred and thirty-four yards and two TDs before landing on a season-ending IR. He's he's journey back to the top of Titan Mountain should be fun to watch.
0: How is he ahead of everyone else that played all year that did well? <laughs> this dude should not even be in here. He was hurt.
1: I just don't understand. I just don't understand when Ugh. they try to glorify these numbers and people try to put Kittle over Kelsey when Kelsey is literally <laughs>
2: – I think people – people... <laughs> So finally starting to see the light after last season. Like, yeah, Kittle's under I don't care. Just, but then Kelsey just broke all his records. I think people I, like, yeah, that. okay. I don't understand
1: because <laughs> – Kelsey and Gonzalez are on their own hill, and then it's like all other tight ends, and it's just I don't I don't understand. I, I everybody's like Pedros well, a better blocker. I'm like, okay, why does that matter when the tight end position is literally evolving every year? Yeah, in football.
0: It's, I mean, it's the most dangerous weapon in the red zone every single year. So
1: yeah, mm-hmm. um, jumping Kelsey down yeah, is that guy? Yep. Yeah. Um, jumping down the list to number forty eight, we have Mike Evans. At Forty-eight. Sure. Is Mike Evans better than Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown? Uh, I don't Hilton. think that just, he okay. had a better season oh, Justin than Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay.
2: Okay. okay. Yeah. Just, this will make it easier. Just comparing wide receivers. In that case, no. Like Brady, obviously elevated a lot of his game. He's he's still a really good wide receiver, but I'm. And I know, like, the rest of the guys he was over are really young, but I'm yeah. really high on all three of those guys that we were just talking exactly. about. So. My thing about Mike Evans is
1: he's just kind of there. He's his big wide receiver name, but he doesn't produce like he should. That's that's my thing.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, he's 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 usually – he's a 1,000-yard receiver pretty much every single year. Uh,
1: but he actually, just doesn't, like –
2: he's not like a gamer, yeah. you know
1: what I mean? He doesn't, like, take over, you know what I'm saying? He's just kind of there. Like, he's in the background. Depends. Yeah. He'll go it off occasionally, game, he's but feeling. he's not – it's not like – you know what I mean? It's not like a – it's not like uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, uh, uh, Tyler Lockett, um, DeAndre Hopkins, you know what I'm saying, guys that you can rely on to win you games. You know what I'm saying, like in the crunch time or when it comes down to it, do you really see Mike Evans standing out and making big plays? Yeah, depends how he feels. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, still jumping down this list at number forty seven, we have artist or not artist Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. That's a basketball player,
2: Artist Gilmore. Um Okay. <laughs> he's getting a little older, but ah, I would slide him down st- just a few slots. Yeah, but I I still think we have to take into account that he's still one of the great like elite cornerbacks in the league. He's still a top three corner, but in terms of like top one hundred, I'd probably slide down a few. Yeah,
1: I, I agree, I agree. Because I feel like in football, it's not as big as basketball or accolades aren't the biggest thing because football is more a team sport, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I don't know. We have Cameron Jordan, defensive end, uh, for the at number 46. He's not uh, bad. Yeah,
0: he's bad, pretty
1: solid. But I just don't it's, – it's just weird to rank him over wide receivers and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Because if I'm going to rank a – Defensive end at 46. I need them to be like <laughs> producing some numbers, you know what I'm saying? Um, so Justin Simmons at 45.
2: Is Christian Chris McCaffrey, McCaffrey at number 44. Yeah, slid down probably because of injury, just being overworked. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds about right at the last year. Okay, yeah. Around there. X, your
1: favorite. Um, I know. Shout to Super Bowl Levante David at number four.
0: Oh my
2: <laughs> gosh! Oh, this the freak. <laughs>
0: Freaking
2: Levante David. Oh, still giving me nightmares. <laughs> that Super Bowl still pisses me off. Yeah, uh, it's such a meme.
0: Uh, that was, was the best round I've ever off,
1: seen. Round off the list at number forty one. We have Jair Alexander, uh, quarterback for I this day. man. Is yeah, he's over, good. Is he over, Stephen Gilmore? Stephon Gilmore? Mm.
2: Uh, I personally say no. Packers fans, you can debate me and try to change my mind. I personally say Packers no. fans, just... y'all, y'all second got roasted this season, last season. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, hear Kev, Yeah, Kevin King, who was on Scotty Miller to pretty much ice the game before halftime. He needs to be in the top 20 God after point. that play. <laughs> I, I have to that was no backlit. Packers defenders in this list. You guys so are right, trash this year. Yeah, just a little side tangent. I still, I still can't believe that NFC Championship game. That, that almost surprised me more than the Super Bowl. As soon as, as, soon as Scotty Miller caught that Hail Mary, was like two seconds left in the second quarter. I was like, oh, okay, we already know how this is going to go. Shout
1: out. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to the defense. Y'all did something good at that game. Y'all forced three interceptions and somehow still lost the still
0: game. Still lost. At <laughs> home. At home. You just at home. My ideas, hashtag whining about everything all the time.
2: Yeah, he's getting the powerhouse team from 2014 in the house. He's it's gonna it's gonna do him wonders. I, I know. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I can't um,
0: I'll never forget. He just like <sighs> It's like oh the great defense, a great running back, perhaps the best receiver in the whole league. Not enough.
1: All right. Um so, X, before you jumped in, we, we kind of just discussed uh, NBA free agency a little bit, and then we kind of transitioned to NBA. And I was saying that we're actually going to put this episode out on Saturday, so that way we can get our um, SummerSlam predictions out there. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, and since we're talking about NBA for two seconds, oh. I just want to give a, I want to give a, a shout-out to Terry Rozier's agents, another extension for him, <laughs> $97 million for another, like, four. who is this man? Who is his agent? Baby. I need ESPN to track this man down, and I want to document. I want a six-part documentary of how he set this up. How <laughs> is he doing this? I'm I'm absolutely amazed.
1: Nah, the last dance, the finesse. <laughs> the
0: finesse. <laughs> <laughs> the six-part
2: documentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh.
1: Okay, <laughs> you guys. Um, you guys want to roast this uh top twenty-five free uh free agents in twenty twenty-two NFL list, or do you just want to go to SummerSlam predictions? We can do both, honestly. All we right, got can, we play can
2: play. fly. We can fly through this list.
1: All right. Now, at number one, T.J. Watt. I guess he's he a free agent. Uh, oh God. Um, setting the we're, we're setting the bar at number one with T.J. Watt as oh, God, the highest mean, ranking free agent. In I don't know who else is.
2: I don't know who else are free agents though. So I don't okay. know to, Well,
1: here. Oh, well, do you want to start at at the at the at the at the end of the list? So this is. Yeah. This isn't. This is at the end of this year. These are free agents. Number twenty five, Von Miller. That's that's kind of the. Oh, he's the, a free agent. 29. That's, that's the ceiling we're at right now. Okay. <laughs> sure. The floor, the I that's the floor. Yeah, Next, he's, he's at twenty-four. Jadavion his unborn
2: child's me. a free agent. Stephen Clowney. Um... <laughs> oh my.
1: The <laughs> <Yeah>. unborn. <laughs> okay. <Jadivion laughs> <probably> number twenty-four. <laughs> Yay or nay? You know what? I'll say yay. Um, yeah, he can stay. Dallas Goddard, number twenty three, is Dallas Goddard that really high cut hot, tomo- hot a hot commodity? Was <laughs> it at a tight end? Who, who do you play tight end for the? Who does play for? for the Eagles?
2: <laughs> Dallas Goddard's okay. I mean, I, I guess he's I, No, no, he's last. He's no. last. He's in <laughs> number twenty five.
1: No one cares about him. Um, Robbie Anderson, I feel like he could break into top fifteen. Honestly,
2: he had an depends incredible. How he, depends team how he plays this year. year. Actually, no, he, he was solid to the Panthers last year. So, I mean, yeah, no, he can stay there.
1: Um, I mean, This one good. this one for me is kind of – he can stay there. Uh, Carlton Davis at number 21, which I'm like, he's probably going to end up re-signing anyways. So, it, it, I, I don't really think it matters.
2: Yeah, he can stay my, there.
1: I'm uh, um, sorry. I, last place goes to Michael Gallup. You're on the Cowboys. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants your ass. Uh, Savage. Number 19, J.C. Jackson, cornerback for the – New England Patriots. Um, actually, I think he was pretty good. I, think, I don't know too much oh, about him. Yeah, he's pretty decent. Um, we have Chandler Jones, offensive linebacker of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, he's solid. Um, yeah, you can stay yeah, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. At number 17.
2: He was 17. It Was he in his like, mid 30s at this point? Yeah. He's been in the no, league no, he's for 25. A he's 25. He's only 25. Yeah. What am I thinking of? What the frick? Um, wow. He's okay. Then, yeah, he can stay there. Wow. Yeah. He's but see, like he's been the next, league for we have decade. New Orleans
1: Saints, uh, Marcus Williams, safety. It, I, I just don't see a lot of these players leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like this the the New Orleans secondary is solid. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have any gaps in there, so I feel like they're going to stay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Wyatt Teller, offensive guard for the Browns. Honestly, they're trying to. Build he's going to stay, or yeah. he's going to stay. Gonna say, he's going to stay there too. They got a solid line, Uh so. We have another offensive tackle, Jordan Malata, from the Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like he's going to stay. Another yeah. offensive guard with the Washington Redskins, going to stay. Mark Andrews is a free agent. He's a free man from Baltimore at the end of 2022. Is he staying well, or know, going? Does he move up? Does he move down?
2: I would say they're staying, but I never know. Baltimore literally just gave us one of their elite alignment to help build our line, I guess. So we here's just my thing. them. So they might as well just give us Mark Here, Andrews. Here's and my Mr. thing. I was going to say,
1: yeah, Mark Mark <laughs> Andrews might be worth something when he can actually run a route instead of block for Lamar Jackson when he tries to run the football. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we have Dewan Brown <laughs> from Seattle, offensive tackle. Probably staying. I Dwayne feel Brown. Like a lot of these, I feel like these a lot of the offensive line guys are gonna stay. Just yeah. I feel like you know, it, the team's got to really fall apart for that to you know kind of let him go. We have Stefan Gilmore mm-hmm. being a free agent at the end of this year. And he is he's gonna, breaking. He's gonna, yeah, he's, gonna he's gonna retire Patriot. Yeah, he's gonna retire Patriot for sure. I agree. We mm-hmm. have Jesse Bates safety from the Cincinnati Bengals. Is yeah, free he agent? Leave. he's gonna leave uh I you're in cincinnati leaving. <laughs> you're leaving yeah constantly. i was like ah yeah i'm not staying for the this chris, you're good <laughs> this one this one i said chiefs might kiss snap at
2: uh chris godwin end of the end of the year free agent that would be savage if we just got chris godwin the last couple off seasons we've been flirting but trying to get some wide receivers we yeah. we're trying to get which as a one place. user one's surprising. we're trying to get juju
1: um wow orlando brown is a free agent at the end of this year oh really yeah,
2: I guess this is uh, his prove a year, I guess, which he'll he'll be fine. We'll probably try and to walk. Um, Tyra Matthew is a free agent at the end of this year. They're trying to rework his schedule right now,
1: but okay. Yeah. Cortland Sutton is a free agent at the end of this year that is that'd be big that's that'd be big. big for denver if he leaves but i feel like he can stay because that where receiving core is nasty actually mm-hmm. it um, is nasty him judy um i'm calling George it right now Allen robinson KJ hamilton out of chicago 100 million thousand ten percent he is done. i'm surprised
2: he's i'm surprised he's still there
1: <laughs> he's done at the end of this year um taron armstead offensive tackle for new orleans he's staying Devonte Adams, free agent at the end of this year.
2: <laughs> at the end of it, no, no. Him and Aaron are leaving together. So, yeah, so. they're leaving. They're going. <laughs> they're following each
1: other. And then we have T.J. Watt, which I feel like he's going to resign unless he goes and sign with his brother on the with, on the Card- on the Cardinals. But uh,
2: if he wants to win, he has a better, a much better chance of staying where he's at. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the top twenty-five
1: list. I guess we can, um, get in some SummerSlam prediction. Oh.
2: SummerSlam on a Saturday for some reason, oh
0: yeah. Saturday, SummerSlam stuck. You should have heard when I opened up Spurs. I was like, Welcome to Spurs Podcast, uh, where we talk about all things sports, basketball, football, pro wrestling, UFC, whatever uh, else, whatever, whatever else tickles. Oh,
1: remind me (laughs) after we do these SummerSlam predictions. That will go over to USC 265, and I'm, I'm absolutely going to roast Derek Lewis. So don't don't let me oh. forget that. Um, all right, here we go. Summer Slam, the most electric event of the
2: summer. Serious tytron in the colors of the rainbows. You got
0: in the background. Steal your money, drug you, yeah.
1: Edge versus Seth Rollins, ladies uh, and gentlemen. This is gonna be edge. a banger. Um, this match this has this I'm gonna go out um, and flat out say it. This is match of the night, honestly. Hey man, you never know. I, dude, I think I'm I gonna, think it's gonna be show stealer.
2: I, I just don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick edge, but I'm not even like confident in saying edge just gonna you never yeah, you know I, I'm honestly, just sneak out with the W.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just here for the I'm just here for the here for it, so my heart is saying Seth Rollins for this one, I think.
0: I think Edge.
1: But I can see Edge. Damn, if Edge is... If he wins, that's big. Wins at the Rumble, maybe Mania. Minia. Wins SummerSlam, that's big for him.
0: He gets back with Lita.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. yes. Have <laughs> another live sex celebration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with both Lita and Beth Phoenix.
2: Um, yes
1: just i'm just kind of moving i know these aren't in order but then we have aj styles and almost versus randy Orton and riddle for the raw tag team championship rk bro yep rk bro, sure, RK bro. yeah i just it's rk bro is better than i thought it would be oh you it's guys, so honestly bad. it's so I, random but i honestly funny. was like when it first when it first happened i was like i oh, know this is weird but then i like it just grew oh on me.
0: it's it's from someone who watches raw is crap weekly um RK Pro is one of the best things on the red brand right now.
1: I agree. I always pop for almost and AJ. I think I think that's just because AJ is so good no matter who he works with. Though.
0: It's is, true. Almost, I think, gets tickled when he wrestles because sometimes <laughs> he'll do something and then it'll show his face and he'll be like. Oh. <laughs> nice. Murk, but then he'll be like, oh, trying to act like a monster. <laughs> but he, he kind of like, he has this like, like you can tell
1: it, like he's like holding back a lap or something. It's that's awesome. Um, it's down the card, we then have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships: The Usos versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio.
0: Ooh, that's Oof. tough Ah,
1: I, I. nah, Usos got in trouble. DUI again? Nah, Mysterio, Mysterios.
0: Well, they just won them from the Mysterios just to play hot potato and toss them back.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's I'm gonna, right.
2: I'm gonna say Usos retain.
0: I don't know, honestly. No, you
2: have to pick. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. You don't have to. No, yes <laughs> you do. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> Those other predictions I made are genuine like locked in like I'll say them on my two sweet podcasts when I do that for my predictions. Uh this one I still don't know. So I'm gonna leave it at that for now and I'll I'll officially make my decision probably on like Saturday. During the match?
1: <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> Friday Friday. I keep forgetting it's Saturday. Yeah. That gummy <laughs> WWE Yeah I just have to have a Saturday summer slam. What are you thinking?
2: It's so random. I it's, don't
1: like it. It just is. It's so weird when everything else has been on the Sunday, and they're like, "Oh, let's do a Saturday this year." Just and
0: like... then they have Takeover 36 on Sunday. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, NXT ex- Takeover deserves to be over WWE. Let's be
0: honest. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> um, next card or next card, next match we have Sheamus versus Damian Priest.
0: Damian, Damian Priest. Priest is freaking. Yeah. He
1: needs
2: it. He's on damn the Priest right now. He can't
1: miss, dude. He's been a part of so many big events.
0: Yeah, he's done well. He's, he's an he's... NXT call-up who has done well. I mean, he's he had that cool backstage promo with Edge, which yep. kind of remind me of Taker and Cena. He mm-hmm. had a great WrestleMania match with Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison. Yeah. He dude, has it's... been – he's legit, like, not been messed with other than that stupid yeah. zombie match. So I he, have a
1: question mm-hmm. – do we think rare? Show. Do you think we could be seeing the next like huge big superstar in Damian Priest? Or do you think it's just kind of, he's just kind of? I been, could um, see
0: him getting in the world championship uh, picture because, especially if he wins the mid card title this early, that means that they might take him seriously and eventually put him in the world title scene. I mean, even Keith Lee, for example, that dude has already competed in a WWE championship match, so. Yeah. Uh, for Damian Priest, I mean, I hope nothing but the best. He has a gimmick. He is good on the mic. He's good in ring. He has the look. Uh, his theme song's great. He has it all. He has all the tools to be a world champion one day.
1: Yeah. yeah. One day. I yeah. hope so. I yeah. really hope so. Next, we have a match that I am going to definitely be taking my break. We have, no no <laughs> offense to Lex Bliss, but we have Alexa Bliss for Steven Marie. I can I <laughs> like to watch the <laughs> Marie on TV.
0: Okay. If Eva Marie wins. <laughs> if Eva Marie wins. I'm going to pull the Judas effect on myself. <laughs> <phone. laughs> I just don't... We
1: could, we could go on and on. But how do we release talents like Bray Wyatt and then we oh, keep Eva, Eva. Marie?
0: She's gotten. Worse. I got a Bible study in like 30 minutes. I am not getting same grade for it. <laughs> uh,
1: next, we have Drew McIntyre versus the Return of Jinder Mahal.
0: This is kind of tough. Uh, yeah, a little bit They've more actually... tough than what people think. You know what's gonna...
1: crazy? I think the thing that's crazy for me is that this time that Jinder Mahal is back, I actually like like his gimmick you know what I mean like it's actually like they got me invested a little bit
0: oh the modern day Maharaja is actually kind of a good gimmick his promos Mm -hmm. are honestly they can kind of get recycled a little bit sometimes but they're not terrible in ring he's pretty average but he's Mm -hmm. not he's not like just utter trash like when I see the screen and I see Nia Jax or Eva Marie like I see Jinder Mahal I'm like okay if they use him right he can honestly be okay
2: yeah, and honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, it, the story's been pretty good so far. It's it's been really well set up, and I'm I'm gonna pick Drew, but man, I wouldn't be surprised if Jinder just like just took the dub or at yeah. least made it really close. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, I think I'm actually looking forward to this match. A lot of people aren't talking about this match enough, and people are complaining and roasting Drew's always in the world title scene, which that's a whole nother discussion
2: because it's like, oh how do you yeah, top but guys if to. Be, like, we can we can have a whole. We could have a whole episode of why people need to stop complaining. We could have a whole podcast of just
1: the pandemic era of WWE and how Drew McIntyre carried it.
0: Yeah, and how fans are so fickle, yet he's having this good feud outside of the title picture with Jinder Mahal. And I fully expect, I do not care, I expect Drew McIntyre by sometime in 2022, maybe even the end of 2021, he will be a world champion again. And I fully... Would ex- love love Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre main event WrestleMania 30 set, 38.
2: Yeah, thirty eight like a champ versus it. champ.
0: Or no, I mean, have Drew go win the Rumble or oh okay, or gotcha. win I a gotcha, Chamber gotcha. match and go over to mm. SmackDown or something like that and fight Roman for the Universal title. Yeah, i down.
1: So moving next, we have Roman Reigns God, versus I'm John scared. Cena, baby.
0: Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> I love Don, but no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's going
2: to be a great match, but uh, yeah, Roman's Roman's not letting go of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, not anytime soon. No. no. If Bobby Cena gets to
0: uh, 17th, it would happen at Mania, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: If um, he does
0: win, though, I will be shook.
1: I will, yeah, too. That, that, I, and would I would. Pop. I
0: would pop really hard on would. Yeah, I would, too.
1: But, wow. That'd that nice would be a nice surprise. Honestly, like, if John Cena wins the title at, at SummerSlam, over Roman right now, that's one of the biggest wins of his career. Honestly, you could put Go it key. up there. Like,
0: yeah, I put it up there. Like, just when where Roman's a 17th, at right now. I win if he does too. Well, not only that's, that, yeah, but just, just like insane. looking
1: at like the buildup of Roman and where he's at right now. Yeah, like that's insane. Like, very. We don't see Roman lose
0: very often. No. Well, Roman hasn't lost a match in over a
2: year
1: yeah it's just, yeah wild it could a be year another a year before
2: <laughs> yeah. it could be another year before <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously he he's only losing that strap to one person one person only the rock probably if I am if I'm gonna be honest.
0: I hope rock. I hope instead of the rock, I hope drew McIntyre or the demon King Finn Balor.
1: oh my God. Nah, Demon Kings winning the Bro Rumble this year, baby. That's right. All this? you fans. Nah, you fans. Man.
0: I say this
2: every year. It's finally happening.
0: <laughs> We've been saying um, that for five
2: years. We've been saying that for five years. I appreciate it. I'll die on this hill. Going. He's saving it for another Baron Corp. Overlay so. the
1: Patrick meme. I'm dying on this hill. Yeah. I don't care. Um, <laughs> next we have Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg.
2: Bobby Lashley. Goldberg.
1: Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Goldberg. I don't. Bobby Lashley wins on the.
0: <laughs> I'm picking Goldberg, and here's why. <laughs> this man has lost two matches in a row. I don't and care. on top of that, on top of that, he is the devastating Goldberg. This man is a machine. He doesn't lose. But on top of that, his son, Gabe, was insulted by him. And with all this happening, I think Goldberg is walking out with his first ever
2: WWE championship. He's (laughs) not. He's not.
1: Please, his son
2: took that insult, and he's gonna take. And his dad is gonna take this L on Saturday. It's gonna happen. (laughs) I would be shook, and I would
0: pop for Bobby Lashley. But I think that Goldberg. I think he is winning the
2: title, and I can't wait to see Twitter. Burned. Down you can't to see me round. burn because I'm just I'm just gonna oh, oh, oh. get the live reaction ready on Saturday because oh, I'm gonna be ready <laughs> oh, oh you, we you'll, me, you'll be angry
0: I'm oh, like we hey, gotta... what the <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I forgot we gotta I forget I keep forgetting to do those after WWE we just watch them so like different you know what I mean so um We have Raw Women's Championship: Nikki Ash versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I don't know.
2: Flair.
0: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs>
2: Honestly, like, year, Flair. <laughs> Here's the deal. I do. Oh man, do they? No, I get is it, it. Even the do they even feel like they're going to give it back to Rhea? Is Rhea? No. I don't because I don't feel like I don't nope. feel like my man is the first side. I- I'm I- I'm I- sure. Nikki retains. No.
1: Charles getting the strap, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Vince saw the pictures of Ric Flair circulating on Twitter, and he said, "That's good booking. You're getting the title." And hey, that they, was
0: proven not to be the Nate. <laughs> Dang. Oh, yeah, that's right. He said, "Nature Boy don't ride trains." Woo! We already know if that was Slick Rick, he would have been like Nature Boy, and styling on the train. He, he would have owned it, but he didn't.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, then we have Sasha Banks versus uh, Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks is taking another
2: L on a big stage, so if they if they if they feel like showing up, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll pick Bianca, sure.
0: I I don't know. I would absolutely I pop if Sasha won, though.
2: Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine either way. The, yeah, I'll pop it all, all though. Pretty good card,
1: honestly.
0: Yes. Um,
1: this is one of the summer that I've been looking forward to actually. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna like the other ones, as, I'm just like it's kind of there, but this one I'm like, this,
0: this, this is good the, stuff.
2: Most most pay-per-views, because I, I the last like few years, uh well, like back when we were like, we were, like in college, some of like the B to pay-per-views and even some of the mm-hmm. A pay-per-views, like every time we were, we were like, Oh God, we kind of know how this is gonna go. But ever since I wanna say like 2019, uh, pretty much every pay-per-view has been solid. So they're they're really on their A game right now. Yep. So I understand it's gonna be a banger. Mm-hmm. Uh Gotta make up for the just questionable decisions that happened at Mania anyway. So I agree. I'm excited for it.
1: It'll be good. All right. Um, to close this episode of Spurts on a Saturday. That's why it's coming out to you guys on a Saturday. Um, I'm just gonna roast H Town real quick. Um, <laughs> so UFC 265 happened August 7th. Um. Pretty mediocre card, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I would like a refund, Mr. Dana White. Um, you can afford to give your, fight, you to give your fightuses, or fightuses, fighters 50K bonuses if they get fight of the night. You can afford to bump it up to 75000 But you can't afford to give me my $60 back, you stingy piece of crap, for watching <laughs> the trash I watched on August 7th. Um, starting off the card, we had Song Dong versus Casey Kenny, Three-round banger. Song Dong won a decision. Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Uh, It was okay. Tisha Torres came out after the fight, said I'm one of the most elite strikers in the women's division. I laughed. Um, (laughs) Vicente Luque versus Michael Kies. That was over in the first round. They both rolled around. I thought uh, Michael Kies was going to submit Vicente Luque, and then Vicente Luque pulled out the reverse Uno card, was like, no, you're not. Submitted him in the first round. (laughs) We had Jose Aldo versus Pedro Menounos. Uh, Jose Aldo won round three decision fight of the night. Jose Aldo flashback to hands of time. We saw vintage Jose Aldo has co-main event. It's supposed to be Amanda Nunez. She tested positive for COVID. So they got moved up. Then we have Derek Lewis with the most humiliating, disappointing performance that I've seen since the Atlanta Falcons blew a 28 point lead in the super bowl. Uh, Derek Lewis threw like 30 strikes the whole fight. Um, he fought like a girl, um, <laughs> Houston, you guys, I don't know what is up with your athletics. Um, you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast where we just go in depth and roast you guys. Um, I was expecting out a show. Um, I was expecting it to end around three. Um, Derek Lewis fought like a uh, scared little brother running from his big brother that was about to whoop his ass. Um, <laughs> honestly, don't like uh, that was my UFC corner for this one. <laughs> you missed a real barn burner with 265. It was trash. Um like I said, I wish I could have got my refund. Um, so, yeah, next we have to look forward to. We have some fight nights. Uh, the Return of the Ultimate Fighter was on. was really good. Um, that's coming up in, I think, two weeks where we get the finals of those. Then we get to UFC 266, which is probably the biggest card of the year. Um, but, yeah, honestly, 265 is a waste of money. Worst UFC card I've ever watched.
2: Damn. Dana, do better. Yeah,
1: yeah, dude, I'm seriously. gonna tell my mom. <laughs> Gosh. So, anyways, yeah, that's that's it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's that's the UFC right now. That's the state it's in. I'm I'm not gonna discredit. I'm gonna go back to that a little bit. I'm not to discredit Cyril Gon's performance because he tore him apart, but still, like, it's just, you're people love to watch the heavyweights because there's action there was no action zero
0: when's the next pay-per-view
1: um it is september 25th so we still got a while oh, yeah Not a minute this is like the mania for this one that's a big card dude there's uh two title <laughs> fights you got two veterans you got top heavyweights you got women flyweights bantam weights the whole card is just
0: might
2: have to tune
0: in via VIP. Right, that's,
1: that's right. right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> don't don't give don't give away our, our sponsor. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but Ooh,
1: yeah, <laughs> guys, thank you for listening and tuning in to another episode of Spurts. Hashtag Spurts <laughs> Saturday. Get it trending. Number one trending. We can outtrend trend SummerSlam. That's right. Um, but yeah, this has been another lovely lavish episode of the podcast x thank you for joining us um as always uh even though you were late but it's okay that's right my time that's right what about me your time (laughs) (laughs) and uh jordan hit hit him with the outro
0: all right guys take it easy uh you know try not to die and anyways uh look for us on soundcloud spotify uh youtube for some reactions and stuff like that and we also have live streams on our instagram page for like live reactions on stuff and sometimes just go live for stuff so anyways check us out on all social media platforms this has been the spurts podcast too sweet have a good day
1: oh shoot i hit the wrong button um oh no I can just edit this out. It's okay. Um, I just deleted all the podcasts.
0: Oh.